The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Guess who's back? Back again. Miles and Jack. Okay, yeah, we've seen we worked Woo! on that. That was flawless. Yes, we're back <laughs> together. The, the, the dynamic duo has returned. And guess what? We can't wait for the playoffs. We're salivating like the cartoons because the playoffs are here and we'll discuss some of the exciting matchups, the regular season awards. Got to hand a few of those out mm-hmm. and plenty more with comedian, writer, and podcaster Sean Keane on today's episode. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles the Jack of Yes. Three on one. Davis. Love. LeBron. There you go. Embiid driving, spinning, fading, hitting. Curry, a three-pointer. Bang! Steph Curry from downtown again. Giannis with the take. Uh-oh, look out. No showtime. What you got, Giannis? We're back. We're back. Oh, I've been holding man. my breath since the last time I was on with you. It's not, I know. It's I not know. gone well. Yeah, you still look pretty grayish blue. <laughs> I will say it's not the most flattering skin tone on you. Uh, but yeah, we did nail the intro as usual. As usual. But let's bring in our guest today. A hilarious guest. One of our favorites uh, to come on the show. You probably know him from his podcast, Round Ball Rock. And you might know him even better because he's got a new comedy album coming out called America's Uncle Dad. Okay. Big dad please energy welcome. on this podcast. Big uncle dad energy today. Yeah. Yes. Woo. Please welcome to the microphone, Mr. Sharkeen. Thank Sean you. Keen. How are you so much? Thank Good you. Good to have you, man. Good to have Keen you. Keen from downtown. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> How are you feeling, man? man? I'm good. I'm excited about the playoffs. I think we got some good uh, playing games, too. And uh, I like that uh, even in advance, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't want to jinx anything, but I like that uh, the Lakers and Grizzlies are already feuding even before their matchup set up. So that's so the game that's will excellent. the games will be over, but th- we are explicitly uh this this podcast is set before the Minnesota Los yeah. Angeles Lakers. Like the tip off is like hours like two hours away. Near yeah. hours away. Um Miles is <laughs> going to explain why the Lakers should be the uh championship favorites. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean look at that path, you know, just I love the seating, you know. Yeah. We'll eat them all up. Although just super you call Super it. producer Jabari was like, I don't know about the Grizzlies, man. And yes, <laughs> they are the roaches of the league and that they are an indestructible force that defy all reason. Uh, that does scare me because that is the kind of team that would probably do us in. But as I look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I guess you're going to have to get through it to get to it. So, mm. you know, bring them, bring them, as we say. I mean, I want to I want to just this is I feel like the most the the West is the most wide open we've seen a conference like in years that that I can remember. 
it just feels completely wide open. We went on FanDuel to look at the NBA Finals odds, and like the, they're really just all over the place. Like the Suns, the Warriors are the two they have the best odds to make it out of the West. The Suns, right. the four seed, which for understandable reasons, the Warriors, your team, Sean. Uh-huh. Suddenly, everybody was it was it just the Clay quote being like what. When we're healthy, I don't think anyone can beat us. And everyone's like, yeah, good point. All right. Yeah. They're the favorite. <laughs> um, the Nuggets are the third favorite coming out. Uh-huh. The Lakers who are in the play-in <laughs> are the fourth favorite coming out of the West. The yeah. Grizzlies, the Clippers. Are they doing that because they know Lakers fans are just like rabid enough to put massive amounts of cash down? Maybe. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll take yeah, that. We'll take that actually. They're like a Vegas public too. team. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's right. interesting. I mean, so this is how they have it ranked just in terms of, this is how the gamblers have it ranked. Okay. The public yeah. markets have the Bucks as the top favorite, the Celtics as the second favorite, the Suns, the Warriors, the Sixers in fifth place, yeah. um, the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Grizz, <laughs> and the Clippers. So here, I'm just going to go through and tell you who, what, where I think the public is wrong. Okay. I think the Celtics should absolutely be number one over the Bucks after the thrashing that they gave them just generally they've been the best team all season they were consistently the most dominant team other than you know they had their swoons but it always felt like when they were falling off it was because there was like a loss of sense. focus and yeah, then yeah. when it was a game that they needed to win they would like win by 40 <laughs> it wouldn't even be close yeah, yeah. so I don't understand the Bucks over the Celtics is confounding to me is it anything to do with like no one coming back to the eastern conference finals and that they think that might be like a disadvantage yeah, i mean i, I know that, that most hold here. people most of america are boosties listeners so they probably all know that fact by now yeah. but i don't know maybe 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 they just you know Giannis or is this disrespect because even i'm you know disrespect. i'm not look i'm not a celtics fan but i'm, I'm like, certainly I don't know not a celtics that. fan yeah. But they seem like the best team heading in, like kind of a clear best team to me. Right. I think it's uh, only because they have to play the Sixers before they play the Bucks. I think the Celtics would be favored against the Bucks, but no one really respects the Cavs and Knicks, maybe. Okay. That's, what I, yeah. that's my thought. I see that. It's like if they were the top seed, they'd be like easily the favorite. So I think fans, when you're pulling for a team all season, you have a, a little bit of like a sixth sense that you develop about that team <laughs> and i will say i think the sixers should not be ranked as as high <laughs> as they are on the I, like barring injury like beyond just the like robert williams being unreliable and you know maybe being hurt i don't like e- even with robert williams in or out barring injury the sixers are not getting past the celtics in the second round like that's that's it's a wrap as far as I'm like, unless one of their like main three perimeter players, it's just the worst matchup, nothing against the Sixers. It's just like, and you have, I don't know, sometimes maybe being a fan, like I'm overly uh, cynical about this, but it just feels like they don't have like that matchup does not work in their favor. Like I I don't, Uh. I, but you know, maybe they're fifth because the Celtics, could get injured or something. I, I, mean, I don't know. I, I just don't know how you could feel like you're going to be disappointed by Doc Rivers or James Harden or Joel Embiid <laughs> in the playoffs, especially right. in a Joel? second round series. <laughs> the first two points, gr- I grant you with enthusiasm. Uh, Joel Embiid has been like concussed or had his face broken, <laughs> face broken. and everyone's like, he's a choke on his, he's choking on pieces of his face. He has had his face broken multiple times. Here's a in piece the of playoffs. bone floating in his eye socket. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I expect big playoffs from him. I expect a big, you know, second round from him. I just don't know that it's going to be enough. It, it doesn't seem like it's enough to, uh, come close to beating the Celtics. All right. But I want to talk to you guys about your teams because the Lakers, they've been like the second team that I'm pulling for. And mm-hmm. I have a similar feeling, like even with the game against Utah, which they needed it, right? Like the, the mm-hmm. 82nd game of the season, like they were trying to win that game. The other games yeah. that determined seeding weren't wrapped up as of yet. 
And even in that game, like having rooted for this Lakers team all season, I wanted to see them put the stomp on Utah. I watched your Warriors put the stomp on Portland. And as I was checking the score, I was like, this is going to be like a two point game. But I, I just knew it heading into the fourth. Like there's just something about this team right. where when they most need it, when you're most like, well, they're, they're going to show up and put the stomp down on like now they, they just <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, what you said is all true and valid, <laughs> but my thing is I'm not living in the same reality as most NBA fans. Right. Where you are a Lakers I, fan. I'm a Lakers fan. You live in where, Laker Nation. No, no, no. I'm a sovereign citizen of Laker Nation. <laughs> and whenever I interact with the police, they don't like it. Uh, but I got to say, man, like it's one of those things where like, I just feel the only thing that gives me hope is just a weird run and a little bit of momentum that we yeah. can carry from game to game. Because there were moments before we're like, I was telling Jabari, we're like, yo, okay, we got something here. We got, okay, I could, I can get behind this. But then you'd have some performances where you're like, oh, I really would have liked to see a little bit more dominance there. And it yeah. doesn't happen, which shows that I'm like, you know, Jabari was saying this before and I agree with him completely. It's going to be feast or famine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I haven't seen that much feasting this season. I <laughs> yeah, guess is my problem. I, I haven't seen that much feast. Oh, you should have seen it against I've Chicago. Seen them pick at their food. You see uh, it against Chicago <laughs> when Austin Reeves hit Pat Bev with that too small. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm talking about. But yeah, I think okay. it's gonna. I think it's gonna be tough. I'm not. I think I said last week. I'm. I'm very realistic. If we get to the second round, I'm gonna have a party for myself. Yeah. I have no expectation. However, I will say this. Without the game being played against Minnesota, we are going to absolutely destroy them. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You can put this on a plaque and vi we'll visit this next week when I know the Lakers have done what they're going to do to the Wolves. And if they don't, guess what? I don't care. <laughs> Ray J style. Yeah. And guess and, um, I'll, and I'll put on my Grizzlies jersey. <laughs> um, they have the it's so crazy this game that the Lakers have uh basically every advantage imaginable it's shaping out to be a blowout win for the wolves yeah okay <laughs> that's, that's what that's what potentially happened. and maybe, maybe they take care of business tonight i the the matchup with the grizzlies like i it feels like there's a lot of narrative of the laker you know this is a great matchup for the lakers but like i don't know man grizzlies have that last season they have that experience from last season i feel like that people are ignoring it because they like don't really like the grit like the Grizzlies kind of became uncool at some point this season and like they feel underrated to me at this point heading into the playoffs like the Grizzlies feel like they could play really well throughout the playoffs and you know surprise a lot of the people yeah no I, I could totally see that and again I mean just based on how they even figure out how to do it without like jaw or Adams or anything like that you're like oh Somehow there's like a, a squad there that, that pulls for each yeah. other that can get it done. I mean, they have they have this weird thing where Ja is the biggest star, like one of the biggest stars in the league, but they play just as well or better without him. So I think that also like doesn't compute with like the fan brain of like how you're supposed to think about an NBA team. So like right. that like probably also takes away from their narrative momentum. But I don't know that the narrative momentum actually matters that much. Yeah. In in a playoff series, Jabari dropped an interesting stat, which is they were twenty and five without Jaw last year, yeah. and then seven and seven without him this season. Okay, so you know, and then it just seems like the most movement I've seen in the last couple of weeks as the season's coming to an end. There's been a big movement onto the Warriors bandwagon. Sean, I have not watched the <laughs> Warriors with a rooting interest this season. Yeah. I don't have a gut about where this is coming from or like whether it's earned. Well, as a Warriors fan, what are you feeling? I mean, it's not really earned, except that they're playing the Sacramento Kings in the first round. And that's like, you know, they have had a lot of injuries. Like, Andrew Wiggins played like 45 games this year. Steph Curry played 50-something games. And now they have Gary Payton's back. But mainly, I mean, they've just kind of been uh, messing around all season. Mm -hmm. like, like, even in the games where... You know, they played the Kings on Friday night. Like, they had to win to stay out of the plan. And the Kings benched, like, four starters. And they got a big lead. And then they just, they, like, run out of bounds more than any NBA team I've ever seen. And, you know, just You're throw ridiculous that, right? fast break pass. Yeah, like, they're, 
they're constantly trying to fast break and like throwing it over the backboard. And I guess like last year they were also kind of doing that. And then they stopped doing that mostly in the playoffs, but uh, they have not been very good. They don't, they also don't really blow out teams like you would maybe expect. And I guess maybe they have a little bit more of a bench now, but uh, the only reason I feel confident is that uh, they get to play the Sacramento Kings while the second round opponent is going to be, you know, a bloodbath between the Grizzlies and Lakers. Uh, right. Now, look, I'm going to say this, and then they're going to lose in five games to the Kings. But just, <laughs> you know, they've beaten the Kings like 10 out of 11. And just, I feel like the Kings always get a lot of former Warriors. And I don't know. I mean, we've, the last time Harrison Barnes was in a Warriors jersey, he was just breaking threes in the NBA Finals. So I just feel like the Warriors have a big confidence advantage in this series coming up. Other than yeah. that, like I wouldn't pick them against the Suns, uh, right? Maybe not the Nuggets, maybe not the Lakers, but uh, I think that I think they might just kind of luck out because of the bracket. Yeah, mm. the Suns seem impossible to pick for me, but I yeah. mean, with the Warriors going against the Kings, they've been bad on the road, like real bad mm-hmm. on the road, and they don't they don't have home court advantage. <laughs> Like it just, yeah. it's weird to me that everyone's like, yeah, but they're getting Wiggins back. And like, just this thing where it seemed like all season, everyone was just waiting for them. They're like, yeah, but here, okay, here come the Warriors and they're putting yeah. them together now. And they're doing it again with the playoffs. And I just, I don't know. We, we've seen it happen before where yeah. the yeah. team that was, you know, the defending champ just kind of is like, all right, now it's on switch time. But it, it just, feels like they they would have done it a couple times in the regular season like and gone on a run of like 10 in a row without everyone being like what the what is happening with the Warriors so I don't know I personally think Celtics Nuggets and Grizz are being underrated probably the most I think the Grizzlies for sure yeah and then their reward is going to be playing the Lakers in the second round in the first round yeah so so maybe we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah, we'll or see. Or maybe we got to take the, down the, the Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you guys, it, Sean, you're off off the Nuggets. You you feel like they're no, I I like them. I think they're I think they're gonna play. I mean, it's just I, I just feel like the Suns are impossible to predict because they haven't played together that much. I don't think they've right. lost with Kevin Durant, but also um, I don't think there's been a playoffs where either Chris Paul or Kevin Durant hasn't got hurt in like five years. Right. So, and you know, I mean, they're, they're, it was weird watching them against the Clippers because they had their, their bench guys were really giving the full strength, totally trying Clippers a real battle. So maybe people are kind of sleeping on the suns and, uh, but, but yeah, they're the top pick. They're the number one coming out of the West. They're yeah. the top pick for on FanDuel, a sponsor of this show. Oh, oh, well, FanDuel. <laughs> great site. Um, I'm going to bet a lot <laughs> right on that with a promo code probably I'll hear on this episode. Um, yeah, but the, the Nuggets, I think the Nuggets are a little discounted because of, well, okay, so it's two things. They kind of slumped when they had the top seed locked up, and then the MVP debate was so crazy this year, like I can't remember there ever being players basically like organizations running like attack ads against heavy <laughs> key candidates. Right. And so every time Jokic, you know, missed some shots, you just see like everybody everywhere's like, that's it. That's why Embiid's better. Or like, you know, Embiid sits out a back to back in Denver and it's like that guy is a yeah. coward. He's afraid to play Nikola Jokic. And so uh, people sort of like forgot that the Nuggets basically clinched the top seed with a month to go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see if oh, the Lakers we'll are even in the playoffs. We'll see the <laughs> Lakers just do their thing. I, although, oh man, I, <laughs> it's so, it's so nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie. Cause part of it is like, it's the perfect way to lose for the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> like for all the reasons Sean pointed, I'm like, this is the exact way. They lose. <laughs> it's exactly how they lose. And it's exactly how the other fans derive their little bit of life force from watching all of us go like, what the heck happened over there? By the way, can you imagine how much Patrick Beverly is going to enjoy just watching the TV and hating both teams? <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I hate the Wolves for leaving. I hate the Lakers for leaving. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75 percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 savage alanis morissette cage the elephant celeste barber dirk spentley fade hootie and the blowfish janet jackson kids bop kids megan trainer bissell pluma sarah mclaughlin get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just 25 dollars until now through may 14th Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. And we're back. And it's time to go on an award tour. With Miles, my man. I cool, wish you right? could play that song. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could have just played that. Yeah, we're on a war tour with Miles, my man. Counting each and every vote with the votes in our hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's... We've, we've, we've had a few things to wrap our heads around this season, and I think we could... I think, I think it is time for us to hand out some awards along with Sean Keen. Um, shall we just go down category by category, you know? Yeah. I mean, the big one is... MV Poi, Move Poi, um, most valuable player of the year. Uh-huh. Um, I think they're going to give it to my man, MB, personally. Just seems like the narrative turned on that Celtics game, and let's do it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it, it almost feels like a Leonardo DiCaprio Oscar. Right. <laughs> you know, where it's like, man, he's getting close. He's getting closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't, we can't do him like that another year. Okay. Here it is. Even though you only fought a bear in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's simply, he was actually trying at the end of the season. Like, like Giannis and Jokic were just taking games off and Embiid was just dominating all his opponents. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have a theory too that why he, he was especially dominant this year. Do you remember when he was first, trying to make the all-star team and he he asked if he made the all-star team if, if rihanna would give him her number yeah mm. well now she's had a child right you know she's pregnant again at the super yeah. bowl and that was like enough he had he was able to leave the boy behind and become the man now wow now, oh, yeah. right yeah. he just yeah. oh so he he took the rihanna poster from his wall down basically mm-hmm. yeah. single mm-hmm. tear exactly. nice yeah. single He's giant focused. tear rolling yeah. down his face <laughs> just chugged one final shirley temple and Tore it down. <laughs> what do you think one tier? What the fluid volume is of one Embiid tier? Yeah. Like thirty-two like ounces, like a shot yeah. glass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah. It's like a forty ounce tier. Answer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we got the Koi Coach of the Year. The main candidates: Mike Brown, uh, Mark Dagnolt, who 
I'm obviously a big fan. <laughs> uh, he's the coach of the, uh, the NBA franchise that really surprised a lot of us. Um, oh yeah, okay. See, all right. <laughs> hey, it's good that I he did a great, he did a great job. He did a great job. Also, my age, that guy, Mark Dagnall. Mark, Mark Dagnall. Yeah, yeah, Dagnall. Joe Mazzola, who's probably younger than. I know. Actually, he's probably our age too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's thirty-four. He's thirty-four. Yeah, he's younger than. Yeah, me. good for him. He's younger than anyone I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's the youngest person I've ever heard of. <laughs> it's Joe Mazzola, and yet he's got that old man sense of humor. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Joe Mazzola is definitely. I think got a great shout for that. Purely based, I think, like you touched on it, Jack. Purely based on the sense of humor alone. Yes. Yeah, one of the best jokes decipher. we've ever seen delivered to a room full of media. So funny, <laughs> yeah. it stunned them to silence. Um, the royal family. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. The, only one <laughs> of those that I'm aware of. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Remember when he uh, demonstrated some kind of martial arts role? That's amazing. That, that was confusing to me because <laughs> that, was, that was very funny. The yeah. Jesus, Mary, Joseph one, not that funny. And then the martial arts thing was legitimately funny. I was like, wait, was the other thing that we were making fun of him about, like actually him playing 4D chess yeah. comedy? Well, and, like, and didn't he miss a couple games this year because he hurt his eye playing pickup basketball and then was like, yeah, I play like 90 minutes of pickup basketball every single day. The media is like, what? You're <laughs> the basketball that? team. <laughs> then, like you're playing hard enough that someone could scratch your cornea? Like <laughs> just down there scrapping on the weird floor. Guy. I mean, diving yeah. into scrums for I loose balls. I hope yeah. he's a coach for like 40 years. Oh yeah. He, it's been a delightful experience. Mike Brown seems like, uh, I would love to see him win. For what he did in Sacramento. Yeah. But I think the Mazzola, like everybody counting the Celtics out at the last minute in the offseason because he was the coach and then them being one of the best teams, if not the best team all season. Yeah. Uh, if only someone had predicted that in their <laughs> preseason episode. Mm. Um, uh, one of the one of the things Mike Brown did this year that was kind of great was he um Manage in a year where people yelled at refs probably more than I can ever remember and just like cursing out officials by name in press conferences. Mike Brown managed to make some speech about the Kings getting screwed on calls late and the NBA's response. He was like so measured that the NBA was like, Yeah, we are actually messing up these calls. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get do better. De'Aaron Fox gotta have free a conversation throws. He, here. he gets hit. Yeah, yeah that's. We, we right, didn't hate us. the Kings. We didn't respect the Kings. He was right. He was right My about bad. us. Guy called us out. And yeah, we did. Yeah, guilty. Yeah. Hey, we're mature enough to we're mature enough to own that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paolo Bancaro is probably rookie of the year. I feel like you know Jalen Williams, Mathurin, both strong candidates. But it feels like it's Bancaro. Yeah, Bancaro's. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I wish yeah, there was something more interesting there. Who's a Bancaro? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that. Yeah, uh-huh. if you're Pretty if you're good. like the number one pick and you score the most points and I think maybe get the most rebounds of all the rookies, like he just didn't blow it at any point, you know? Yeah. No. No, no he's, not at all. Yeah. he's awesome. Six Moy. Six Moy. What are we thinking? Russell Westbrook. I think Quickly's gonna win, but yeah. I actually like Bobby Portis. I think he's just like he's so good for the Bucks and shoots threes and plays defense, but I think they're gonna give it to to Quickly. Yeah. And Brogdon's great. It's like, it, this is a weird year where there's this many good uh, six men candidates. Six Moyes. Six Moyes. I mean, like I said, I've been saying this in the beginning. It's, it's going to be Russell Westbrook. <laughs> You're going to see it. You're going to see it happen, folks. It's going to be right there. It's right in front of us. But also, Norman Powell, though, when I look at that name, too, I, when that game, when we played the Clippers, I was absolutely, I was devastated by that man. Uh, so. I don't know. Not that I'm like, and I'm I have Stockholm syndrome now, but yeah, yeah. I was definitely impressed. Definitely impressed with him. Also, a great World War II general. Yeah, uh, <laughs> love his work there. Um, my boy, uh, most improved player of the year. It's the weirdest award in the world, right? Yeah. Now, is it going to be like what? What are we? What's your? What's the logic being applied this year? Is it like guy who became superstar from really good player yeah, or like, right. hey, hey, where'd he come from? Hey, how about that, huh? Yeah, I mean, it, between it was SGA really weird. and Marketing, right? When, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it was so John Morant's the weirdest one. This happens like every other time. It's like Kevin loves the most improved player. And you're like, wasn't he the number three pick? Yeah. John Morant was already the rookie of the year and he was picked second. And then they're like, yeah, most improved. That was, yeah. He did. I believe it. That was my argument going in that it seems like that, that, that seems to be the trend for the past five, six is that like they give it to somebody who went superstar, like what took it up to being like a perennial all-star, like all NBA candidate. But both of these guys feel like they are in that like marketing's probably you you would be surprised if he wasn't a all-star or like a you know in the conversation for all-star next season sga would be the most jaw-like pick this year but marketing feels like the most like nobody was counting on this this season right so no absolutely not especially too when we were like yeah man they're they're gonna tank so hard Tanksville, um, and yeah. you're like, whoop! And now the only tank he's messing with is a Finnish tank when he goes to do his military service this year. <laughs> uh, wait, so the last three were Jaw, Julius Randall, and Brandon Ingram. What yeah. is it about leaving the Los Angeles Lakers that allows teams <laughs> to uh, players to get their again? Because it's not a good place to be yeah. uh, for, for young players <laughs> because we don't understand the concept of improving over time as fans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good to be young in Hollywood unless you're on the Lakers roster. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's it's a dangerous place either way. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're making mistakes? (laughs) You young player? Get him out of here. And then when they leave, we're like, we miss you, Kyle Kuzma. We miss you. I don't know. Either great candidates, but Shea feels a little weird. Like, like it's in that jaw category of like, it's a little weird. We knew this dude was amazing. Yeah. Lori Lori feels more in the spirit of the award of like, of like, hey kid, you really wow, we weren't expecting that from you. Way to yeah. way to prove us wrong and take it to another level. And Jalen Brunson, any other year feels like easy win. Oh like yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Like he's been like a, a bunch of amazing candidates. Uh, mm-hmm. Halliburton also has been amazing, but I feel like that was also something that people expected. Mm-hmm. Depoy seems to be between Brooke Lopez and Triple J. Um, I. Yeah, I think either good candidates. Uh, Evan Mobley is even being tossed around, which is wild since he's in his second year still. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I might go Brooke just because it feels like it's kind of runoff, most improved player type thing where it's like he's always been good defensively, but he really like stepped it up and anchored it and started getting some attention this year. But yeah, and uh, it's kind of cool that he went from being this just like bucket getter on a bad team yeah. to being like a three and D seven footer uh, for a really good team. Yeah. But Evan Mobley, like when you look at their defensive stats as a team, like he's anchoring the best defense in the league, which is pretty cool. And then, yeah, Embiid winning back-to-back scoring titles. I, he's my pick for the boy of the Embiid P. Uh, I think as <laughs> yeah. Brian said in the chat, good one. Good pun there. I mean, enough of those lesser awards. Should we be giving out our, our own awards? I think it's time. For the Boosties Awards? Yes, sir. Here we go, folks. This is... The Forgot About Dre Award. Oh, yeah. Oh. Who's the Forgot About Dre Comeback Player of the Year for you, Jack? We got. I mean, I think Jabari was narrowing it down to a few people. But where does your heart lie if you had to just speak a name for this? I mean gotta be my man james harden um mm-hmm. i think it's, mm-hmm. i think i think harden makes the most sense here uh yeah is they, they certainly forgot about james uh and, and heading into the season people were yeah. um but so here's the thing this tends to happen with him after he plays badly in the playoffs uh-huh. <laughs> and people are like yeah that guy might not be <laughs> that good anymore oh uh, we forgot about that part <laughs> uh all right Let, let's go boosties dunk of the year okay boosties dunk of the year i think there's uh, for i mean look we can go through a couple uh we can start off with um who donovan mitchell over utah let's see that Ooh, one that's the donovan over utah was over johnny utah, <laughs> over <laughs> Watanabe, utah. utah give me two <laughs> One minute gone by in the fourth. Nets turn it He's over. He's getting back. Burton He's getting ahead. back. Mitchell. Oh. oh. 
Violence. Yeah, that's poster. It does feel like, all right, so Donovan Mitchell had an incredible season. Uh, I think maybe he could have been a recipient of the Forgot About Dre Award. Yeah. But it feels like he's not getting enough attention in the awards conversation, and he had such an amazing season. I feel like this would mean a lot to him to get mm-hmm. the boosties. The boosties doy yeah. of the year. I think I think we are kind enough gods to bestow that honor upon All him. Right. But I don't that's know. A, I mean that that's up there. Although I do feel like Utah kind of did this thing where like he's like, okay, I'm long enough. And at a certain point he was just like, actually, let Took me just put my down. arms yeah. down yeah. and then you can just do whatever you'd like, sir. <laughs> and I'm just gonna inbound the ball and hopefully the play call will the attention will be on the action nice on dunk, the other sir. end of the court. Nice dunk. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. The uh I am actually because this is not my pick for uh Boosty's Doy, uh mm-hmm. I, I'm actually gonna change my pick for the Forgot About Dre Award to Donovan Mitchell from James Harden. Okay, mine's Ooh, gonna be Russell okay. Westbrook. I'm gonna pick uh Clay Thompson for that one. Okay. okay. Although people talk about Clay Thompson all the time. It just yeah, yeah he but we forgot about that captain's hat. Yeah, that's we, true. You know, I, I certainly did. Next one, Shaden Sharp on Draymond Green. Ooh. Let's check this one out. Jeremy Green on the baseline. Watford inside. And the cutting Shaden Sharp. Get out of the way. I feel like this is, a, this is a narrative one where people wanted to see some payback for the Draymond Jordan Peele video or Jordan, <laughs> Jordan uh, pool video. And this is, this is getting votes because of that. I mean, it's not that spectacular if I'm being honest. Yeah. It's, it's violence, but it's not that spectacular. But yeah, it, like part of a good dunk though is you need some, you need the defender to truly be vanquished in the sense mm-hmm. that there is a belief on their side too. When they go up like Utah, he, he at the last second he's like ah, I lost I lost I lost Draymond basically is like he barely jumps yeah he's yeah. sort of like yeah I'll get in the way but like I'm not going to give you the satisfaction here which felt like a tremendous business decision on Draymond he, Green's part he jumps with both uh, feet I guess maybe he's just I'm not yeah, impressed with the he, elevation he, jumped, he gets he just doesn't he jumps as hard as he can yeah yeah I think and so it's just not his, he's just, not a big jumper I think he's just not used to this kind of vertical leap. this one's pretty fun in slow motion, Miles is yeah. giving us a slow mo look, and Draymond's That's... legs are flying out like an action figure that just got ragdolled. Uh, mm-hmm. It's pretty. He's trying good. to kick somebody. That's his natural yeah. defense yeah. mechanism, <laughs> right? Like a like a soccer goalkeeper. Yeah. Okay, that's in the conversation. How about Aaron Gordon over Landry Shamit? How, how about yeah. this one? This one was pretty violent, and like the a landing of a dunk has never. The landing could have ended his life. Here comes Aaron yeah. Gordon. Oh, here comes AG. Oh, sir. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. you almost landed on your head, sir. Well, Andy does it in OT up one with 24 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Off of a Landry Shamit miss, yeah. catches his rebound, and then comes down and, yeah. And they called it a charge, and then they reversed the call. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because look at it. He's basically trying to be like, I'm not going to jump, but I'm going to lean into it as yeah. much as I can <laughs> yeah. to help this out. <laughs> And oh. this is where you're like, oh, sir, like that one point looks like Landry Shamit is doing the high jump and he's trying yeah. to arch over the bar. Yeah, he's the he's doing the flop. high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Flop, man. <laughs> and then right here, the coming down from Aaron Gordon, this moment right here, like there's this moment where he's like, where are my feet going to go? Because right now your skull's underneath me. <laughs> yeah. And that's where the new parent in me is like, no, watch out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it works out. So one um, thing I like about Aaron Gordon as a dunker this year is that he had a pretty good year, and uh, near the end of January, he made this statement that uh, if he made the All-Star team, he would do the dunk contest, and the league was like, yeah, we're good, actually. <laughs> and then a G-leaguer won the dunk yeah. contest, something yeah. that's eluded Aaron Gordon in three or four attempts at this point. Oh, man. So he needs he kind of needs this dunk of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Leading right. scorer in one of the Sixers' final games of the season, Mac McClung. Wow. So, yeah, I uh, put up twenty. Delaware blue coat, I think. Yeah, but he 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 was in there in garbage time. Or I oh, mean, yeah. it wasn't garbage time. It was uh, the starters were mostly sitting, and he he came in and got buckets. 
So. Do we think there was a lot of pressure for the Sixers to give him a two-way like right before the All-Star game? Oh, absolutely. So he wouldn't be dunking in the G League jersey the whole time? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And finally. I think, I think we know the dunk of the year is going too. Yeah, I think. So those are all great candidates. Those were good, but. And then we have Ja against the Pacers, against the laws of physics. <laughs> against against everything we believed in uh, scientifically. Yeah. Here we go. Indiana, so 85-67 account. Miranda against McConnell. He's getting too much momentum. Don't, don't do it. Oh! Jump with me if you want to go by. Holy cow! Oh my partner, did we just see that? <laughs> oh my partner. <laughs> partner? Hey, partner, did we see that? He also does a cool... So, okay. Pulls it all the way back. Yeah. When he lands, he does like a James Brown faint yeah. back into yeah. Stephen Adams, which He's is like, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I thought like Adams was going to put like a cape on him, like yeah, James yeah. Brown used to at the end. Like, oh, come cool. on. Cool. It's him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is like if NBA 2K designed like a John Morant dunk for mm-hmm. like the commercial, like this is what it would be. And you would be like, that's not realistic. He Look at how far so the ball far is cocked back. back. It's like below his shoulder, even. Yeah. Like, usually I'd be like, okay, you get it behind your head, but it's like, this thing's like at 4.30 yeah. if I'm using like <laughs> clock time, like how far <laughs> back this thing is. I feel like I'm watching, did you ever see like that swing portrait of Tiger Woods? So you can like actually oh, understand yeah, yeah. how like the mechanics of his swing is like, no normal person can keep that arm straight as much as Tiger Woods does. Like in this sense, I'm like, I want to see this dunk portrait because though how far back he has it. I'm like, yeah. I'm tearing my own, like I tore my labrum, like watching, watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's my, uh, boosties doy for sure. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Jabari, to Jabari's point in the chat, he just said, these are literally from NBA street, the video game. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I think so. Uh, I can already hear Bobito doing the play by play on the sidelines. <laughs> you know, we also have, Next up, Boosties Ballers for next year, breakout year expected. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hold off on that one. We're gonna do that at the end of the playoffs. Okay, see see how yeah, because obviously Austin Reeves is gonna just just do his thing. Some candidates we have: Tyrese Maxey, Austin Reeves, Al Shingoon. Uh, you know, these are all players who had big years this year. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Al Shingoon also wins uh, my pick for Boosties El Toy. Uh, longest torso of the year. Um, he's, <laughs> like, that uh, boy is all torso. <laughs> a lot of torso right there. Uh, and Cade Cunningham also on the list. But we'll but yeah. Let's we, let's let's give him. A, let's let him cook let's a little bit break. before yeah, we yeah. start. Yeah. Before we go there. And of course, James Wiseman. Uh, of course. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, the no. wise man. Hey, man. I, I think the wise man cometh. You know, yeah. we, we we could see something from him. I'm not giving up on the white. That man. makes me. That honestly makes me think that uh, the Pistons are going to get the top pick and get Wembenyama just because of Wiseman's luck. You know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's, it's the one we're rooting for for sure. Everybody loves love that him guy. Over there. There's nothing. He's he's had some bad luck, but uh, yeah, he seems like a really good dude. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back for the fastest segment in podcasting. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG 
ng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. And we're back. And Sean, Sean, I don't know if you remember. Oh, like this, this is you're in for it, man. What return guests have often said they blacked out for because of the pressure, the speed. Yeah, so to remind you to get you back Mm -hmm. up up to speed, Mm -hmm. uh, because the segment's all about speed, we're getting questions, they're gonna come fast and furious. Uh, you, you are responsible for keeping things rapid fire. Um, we will be doing our part by just doing long rambling meandering uh, well no and i think we're being pretty concise yeah you know someone described us as succinct the other day and i almost fell over in my chair uh but yeah you know you know the rules so don't mess about okay don't end our streak we have going of this continuing to be the fastest segment in sports podcasting uh, i want it to be spinning around okay like it's a cartoon <laughs> and you're having to pull your collar to the side so Steve yeah, can yeah. pull out. Um, but get ready because this is the rapid fire round of questioning. Brian, start the clock. Down, it's down, been a while, down, Jack. Down. What do you think? Uh, you want to go first? The... Yeah, why not? I'll okay. go. Cool, you're cool, the older cool. one. The kid yeah. should go first. That's Here right. we go. Sean Keen, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Is there a single NBA player you would take right now over the chance of taking Wembenyama with the first pick this summer? Um, I think I'd still take Giannis. Mm. Now, why is that? What is it about Giannis? <laughs> what is it about Giannis? Yeah, uh, he just—he just seems like he's the most like force of nature player. And is it because he's from he's, Europe too? Is that he's what from Europe? Is? Like he like he likes weird foods. He okay. he got into a few like Chick Fil A. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Would I still have to employ at least one of his brothers? That might be tough. It kind of comes with it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it kind of comes with it. Like, and don't call them a Nepo, baby. They hate no. that. I'd just be like, could he be a broadcaster? Like, could he just be employed by the team in some other capacity? Or does he have to be on the roster? I think he has to be on the roster, though. Yeah. 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 Say, look, I, I love when there's like a duo like that in like European soccer. Like, you got to get also my kid brother's also coming. And they're like, yeah. well, we don't have the money. Like, fine, but he's coming. <laughs> my mom doesn't let me leave without him. You're like, okay, all yeah, right, like, he's, He's going to be He's going to be here so you might as well you might yeah, as well yeah, yeah. in a uniform or else it's going to yeah, look yeah. weird. He's, he's going to be on the court at the end of games. So <laughs> yeah. put him in a jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Uh all right. With air coming out, I want you to pitch me another NBA movie taking place around a star without anyone playing the star. Just Ooh. contextual NBA mm-hmm. movie that you want to see the story told. Okay, um, so I think I think this is about uh, the 1985 draft lottery, and Ooh. it's basically an Ocean's Eleven style heist featuring members of the New York Knicks organization yeah. rigging the lottery. Right. In my version, it's like mm-hmm. old Knicks all getting together to freeze that envelope. Yeah, mm. yeah. And anytime you can get the movie star magnetism of a character like James Dolan, yeah, you want. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think somebody would want to play Walt Frazier. Though. That's like a good. You could get a. You gotta have costume that. design Oscar nod for just his outfit. Or do you do the thing where it's just larger in life, where you only see the back of him? Oh yeah, and right. it's, and like, but it's always doing fun stuff, yeah. like catching, yeah. a, catching fly. a fly with his hand. 
Every they're like a door opens and amazing music's playing. They're like, yeah, yeah you got it, Walt. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, he, that guy's a card, isn't he? Obviously, JD and the Strange Hunt doesn't sound correct though. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of course. My hey. favorite band. Have you ever seen them live though? They're really like once you see them live, you'll really like start to appreciate. Yeah, yeah, because the been, albums. The I've been picking up the bootlegs recently. And yeah, yeah, on good. Canal Street. Yeah, I remember yeah. too. I mean, like I went to go see Radiohead, but then this other band came on before. <laughs> Not really a aesthetic match, but I was like, all right, fine. Huh? Uh, cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Sean. Sean, I'm sorry, man. You're really derailing the show. Right right, yeah. We got to keep this thing <laughs> going. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I know. But here's the next question. You can go back in history and attend any single game in NBA history. Which game are you choosing? I'm watching the uh, Kareem Finals MVP because I'm not a Lakers fan, but I don't hate any team in the NBA as much as the Boston Celtics. And wow. just that like moment of release for... Because they lost like seven finals yeah. to the Celtics or something like that. Whatever the clinching game is in 85, I want to see that. Okay. Just okay, for the, yeah. I think the experience be, but well, this is the magic of Laker, Laker Nation. And it, it ruined everybody from that point yeah, but that on. Was, yeah, you yeah, get to that see the it. beginning like, of the end. To, now they can't feel joy, real joy anymore. But, oh, no. You know. Like I said, we need we need like the methadone equivalent of winning constantly <laughs> or else it's it's a, it's bad news. We get the sweats. Yeah. But like seeing how sad Danny Ainge would be, oh, that would be great. That's, oh. that's like, oh. Yeah. oh, just licking uh, the tears off his cheeks. Like it read Auerbach breaking a cigar in half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I know what I'm making the AI do later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sean, what's the best thing to eat at the Chase Arena? Oh, oh, uh, they have these uh, chicken bake sale Betty chicken sandwiches. They're really fried chicken sandwiches. They're great. Oh, wait, what's bake sale Betty? Uh, it's Is like, like a, the brand? a little Oakland place that makes pies and fried chicken. Oh, really good. Yeah. Oh, get a pie. No. I mean, the real location is also good. I bet. I love that entire combination of words. And I'm going to go with this next question. Sean, you can take any former warrior and pair him with Steph, Clay, and Dre. Which former dub would you like to see them play with? I really think he was a man out of time. He was in the wrong era. Chris Gap. Anthony Randolph. Anthony oh. Randolph gets okay. in there. Oh, the things he could do with Steve Kerr as his coach. I thought you were going to pick Chris Gatling, but I guess I, mean, I, I like they had. You know how his nickname was the Gatling Gun? Yeah. The Warriors announcer at the time was uh, Steve Albert, like oh, a lesser, yeah. uh, like yeah. lesser than Kenny Albert, and he would always call him the Energizer. And pronounce it like that, and everyone's like, "He has the most <laughs> obvious nickname." In he just comes yeah. in and shoots all the guys. He's the, he's the Gatling gun, and he's they were gunner. like, "The Energizer is in it." Like, no, he keeps he's Gatling the, and Gatling yeah. and, he, and he, Gatling. It wasn't like he was a starter that played all the time either. He played like short spurts. It was like, right, right. Oh, so frustrating. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, maybe he was just you know pro gun control. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. What is your boldest postseason prediction for this year? Ooh, um, I guess. Okay, so my boldest prediction is gonna be that uh, at least two low seeds win in the Western Conference in the first round. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two okay. low seeds. I like that. Two lo- two five through tens are gonna win okay. the first round series. So you think Lakers okay. and well, I think Warriors? The Warriors are going to win. Littering yeah. and... But I also, I also think the Clippers in. have a more decent chance against the Suns than it seems like. Just Yeah, uh, maybe. It they could, got a lot of dudes. I don't think Paul George is coming back, but Kawhi is just... Uh, now that he's playing like 45 minutes a game, like yeah, back to robotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell. I had the Clippers on my like team that I think is being underrated in the odds in the betting but i i took them off just because i feel like i might still just have that old man like you know when doc rivers trades for a player that beat him up in the playoffs six years before and you're (laughs) like yo he's not he's not still that dude like i i'm wondering if that's what i got with Kawhi. i mean he he looks really Mm. good this season but like you just see him stepping all over your boy oh yeah yeah i get it still like it can't turn your back on that guy in the playoffs yeah. I'll tell you that much <laughs> what i would love to see is i mean i don't think it's very likely but you could see a clippers warriors conference finals and i think the warriors would just have uh front office executive zaza pachulia and just stand him courtside yeah. all, at all times like like remember that Kawhi? remember that yeah. remember him don't remember take a step him. back 
Uh, and finally, Sean, the most important of them all when you come on this show, Miles or Jack? Ooh, ooh, I got to pick Jabari again. I think he's he did such a good job today. The, Jabari, he's really killing. He got it today. picked even when I was co-hosting. This is <laughs> did he get picked all the time when you were out or when I was yes. out? He got picked all the time when you. This is he's fired. A conspiracy. I mean, we can't fire him, but if we had that kind of power. Yeah, we no, would. no, no, we wouldn't. The, this show would be absolutely nothing without him. But oh, he no, does no, not deserve real. to be picked. <laughs> Just because he is the absolute bones of this show and we're merely like a toe callus means he nothing. Every word that I said on <laughs> He's this writing podcast. what I'm saying right now. He's just been texting me you know, jokes and insights. and uh, He's actually yeah. been FaceTiming me on my other laptop. <laughs> just like, yeah, holding up cue cards. Yeah, it's like this. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Well, look, we got it. That's fair enough. Fair he helped enough. Out and a diplomatic choice as well. Yeah. Um, Sean Keen, thank you so much for joining us on this well, edition of Miles me. and Jack Got Mad Boosties. Time. Before we get your information, we do want to tell people about the Boosty Sweets of the Week. Uh, well, we asked the listeners out there for their own play-in tournament predictions. And let's look at the results. 64% of y'all said a play-in team would eventually win a first-round series. And it seems a majority of them believe it will be the Lakers. Oh, wow. Oh. I hope you're right. <laughs> and if you're not, then shame on you for getting my hopes up. And our Boosties listeners of the week were at Michael underscore Loris and predicted the Lakers would eventually smash the Grizzlies. I Okay, I'll stick around for that. Uh, at Baney84 predicted a conference finals run from the Lakers. Oh, wow. And uh, at Ched Earthling, who is a Celtics fan, predicts a Celtics versus Lakers finals. That would really be interesting. Uh, but so make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at Mad Boosties, B-O-O-S-T-I-E-S. Uh, and also, before we go, Jack, who are in your conference finals and who are in your finals? Conference finals, East Celtics, Bucks. I know. I'm a little, I'm a little edgy. Um, uh -huh. West, we can go Nuggets. Is it, can it be Nuggets, Suns? No. No, they're second round. Um, Kings, Warriors, Grizzlies, potentially, or Lakers, Timberwolves, maybe. Who knows? Nuggets, Grizz. Nuggets, Grizz? Yeah. Nuggets, Okay. Grizz. And then yeah. the final? Grizz Celtics. Wow, Ooh, that's a fun series. That's a that I like fun. that. Okay, yeah. Sean Keen, who are in your conference finals and who are in your finals? Uh, I'm going with Warriors, Suns, Bucks, Celtics, and then I I got to pick the rematch. I'm picking the rematch. Warriors, Celtics. Wow. Whoa. Okay, he's back. Hoo, hoo, hoo. This is this is gonna be thrown in my face in about uh, a week when the Warriors go down uh, <laughs> O2 in Sacramento. <laughs> right <laughs> uh i'm gonna get uh, obviously the western conference finals are gonna be you know what i think i just want i need a little bit of revenge on my way to the finals so it's gonna be the lakers and the suns uh and then the eastern conference gonna be bucks sixers on my way to the Ooh. finals and then bucks, it's gonna be sixers. jack then jack and miles wow oh, in the finals. that would be so lakers, big wow. this show well, yep. is that the, like the fourth time they've this is the yeah 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 they got to get some revenge for 83 hey if the, if the nba i mean we've already given you credit for saying that you could fix the 1985 draft <laughs> right let's make <laughs> yeah. this happen for right the now. ratings of miles and jack i'm at boosties Please. obviously your number one priority as a league yeah uh, this would be huge for us so yeah. come on for the little guy, please. And the, and the Lakers. <laughs> you know, for the little guy, please. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. I have a feeling I will be I'm wildly inaccurate, but a nope. boy can dream, can he? Uh, Sean, where can people find you and support you and all that, man? Okay, uh, my album's going to be called America's Uncle Dad. It'll be out uh, at the beginning of this summer. You can go to Blonde Medicine Records. That's BlondeMedicine.com. Ball Rock is my basketball podcast. Twitter.com at RoundRockPod. Patreon slash RoundRockPod. And uh, you can also read me at Yard Barker and Giants Baseball Insider because it's baseball season. Love that. Love that. So check bang, bang. that out. Oh, and I'll be at the uh, San Francisco Punchline on April 25th. Oh, love it the there. Show love it there. Love it there. Yeah. Do they still have that weird uh, mural on the wall? Oh, that, they like, do. The Sacramento the one's amazing because it's there's not really a skyline. And yeah. uh, one of the biggest buildings is actually a jail. So 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or like that one weird like train yard out of nowhere that I always feel like I'm like passing by on the way to the airport. I'm like, what is that? Like, yes, trains used to go through there. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> weird pyramid. Uh, there's a ziggurat in West Sacramento, actually. And uh, wow. some crazy designer made it and no one wanted to use it. So now it's a government building in a ziggurat in West Love Sacramento. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it's it. Amazing. Well, but may they light the beam from now until eternity. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. You know, we're going to be back next week where I will be basking in the accuracy of my take, <laughs> obviously. And if I'm wrong, I don't care. I keep it moving. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Check you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>